morning, good morning, good morning. Got some new folks in here today, man. I am so excited. I love it when we have some new faces in here. And I love it when we see the regular faces too. So I, let me just tell you that. I don't want to miss a while. I'll just stay out for a while. No, man. It's good to see everybody. And uh, I'm going to jump into this. You know, we talked a little bit about, um, you know, that we, that we saw that we're, it's, it's back, National Back to Church Day. And that just, just resonated with me, you know. And I thought, man, isn't that amazing? But, you know, like you said, we want to do that every week. But it's good to be connected, isn't it? Anybody say amen to that? It's good to be connected. It's good to feel like you belong. And I think we all like to belong. I mean, you know, you don't like to be the outsider, right? Well, you know what? We got room for you. Bring it on, you know? And we're going to love you right where you're at. Like everybody said, you know, I, and we'll jump into it. But, you know, a lot of times I don't know what to wear and everything else. I said, well, I'm wearing jeans. I don't know about you. And when it gets hot, I'll wear shorts. But they actually were probably rather I didn't do that. Look like I'm, I'm riding a chicken with my legs. Look like I'm riding an ostrich, man. What are you doing? But you know, God's good even in the midst of that. But you know, I pray today that each one here feels like you know you belong. Whether it's your first time here or you've been here all the time, I hope you feel like, you know what? Um, this is a safe place. This is a place that I can come and worship and be myself and just, you know, just give to God right where, where, where we are. And just like we saw in the video, you know, sometimes it's good to have fun, isn't it? The joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, I, I don't want to go somewhere where they got a shovel lift. How y'all doing? Oh, man. You know, I come in there and go, whoa, what's up? And that's why people say, hey, you don't know what he's going to do this week. Sometimes they're apologizing for me. You don't know what he's going to do this week. No. You know, but they're like, but you know what? We have a good time. But I'm going to tell you what. Don't ever think in the midst of having a good time that we don't have a reverence to the Lord because we do. And that's why we do it. That's why we got the freedom that we have because Christ has opened up everything to us. Everything to us. So I just want to talk about that a little bit today. And when I was putting this together, I thought, you know, what's a good title for this? What's a good title to get back in the groove? I said, why go to church? I mean, anybody ever said that, thought that, said that? Oh, we're going to get into the top ten, let me tell you. Because I was working this week, got back to work, and I was talking to the guys, and they know me, man. I've been preaching for a while. And they go, I was working with one of the guys, and I was asking a lot of questions and stuff. And the other guy come in and goes, so what's going on? He says, I think Buddy's working on a new sermon. He's going to ask me 30 questions. You know? Because I like to know what people are coming from. Hey, man, what do you think about that? What's going on with that? And they go, oh, he's working on a sermon. I'm always working on a sermon. You know what? I hope we're living a sermon as we, as we walk our life out. You know, and whatever we do, whether we're at the ball field, whether we're teaching, preaching, whatever. Man, you're a mirror of Christ to somebody. And I pray that we reflect them well. And you know what? Let me just say, we don't always do that. But that's why we're here for a fresh start. Amen? A fresh start is good with Jesus. Amen. So let's see what else we got in here. I had a couple of things I wanted to make sure that I covered. How about we read this together? I hope you guys can see that. If not, it's on your handout. How about we read it together? Ready? One, two, three. Let's read. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawn near. So we want to encourage one another. But you see that? But the day of his return is drawn near. Jesus is coming back. And I don't know when, because the Bible says no man knows. But my famous answer is this. When Jesse asked me when he was little, Dad, when do you really think he's coming back? I said, I don't know, but it's 24 hours closer than yesterday. You know? You can't go wrong with that. You know? Because we're moving on. And I tell you what, how many people have been watching the news? Both of you. Good. That's good. Yeah, I don't want you depressed. But, I mean, but you know what? There's things going on, man, that we need to be praying for our country, don't we? We really do. We really need to be praying for our country. But, you know, as we go through things, we know that God's in control, even in the midst of the storm. And I believe at a time such as this, we really need to be encouraging folks. Anybody need a little encouraging? I do. Sometimes i got to preach to myself in the morning. I said, well, you got to do it. you got to get up. 
You got to roll. You got to roll. I'm telling you, I do that every day. Getting out of bed. <laughs> strengthen myself in the Lord. That's what David did. The Bible says, strengthen yourself in the Lord. How do you do that? As my father-in-law says, you got to meditate on that word. You just turn it over and just till it in your heart. You speak that word and you watch how God will raise you up. I don't care what situation you're in. God will move you through it. Amen. Does that mean if you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, you never have any problems? No. But it does mean you're not going through it alone. And that's a good thing. Because it gets kind of lonely sometimes, right? But I'm going to tell you what. Through my last little mishap, I want to thank each and every one of you guys. You guys have been amazing, man. I'll tell you what. Mike, Mike was reading me, Bonnie and, and so many others, and man, cookies and calls and prayers and food and everything else like that. And I seen Bonnie walking, and I said, she's coming up, how you doing? So I'm doing good. And I thought, man, she cooked some good stuff. I don't, you know, I'm doing okay. Mike <laughs> <laughs> said, you better lay off that thing, boy. You better lay off that. But man, it's nice to be spoiled, isn't it? I love it, man. I love it. And I appreciate it, too. But you know what? I want to do the same with you. I want to do the same with you when there's a time of need. Let me tell you, church family is huge. I'm not talking about in size. I'm talking about it here. That makes all the difference. Because I'm going to tell you what, when you're going through something, man, there ain't nothing like being able to reach out to a brother or sister in Christ. You know, when something's going on, they got your back. And they're going to fill in the gap. And I'm going to tell you what, that's what, another reason. There's, I picked out like four things. There's many of things why we go to church. But I kind of highlighted four things and we're going to jump into that. But uh, I just want to say thank you. And, and I tell you what, man, God is good. Through the midst of all that stuff, man, I got to share some Jesus, man. I tell you what, you're walking along. Somebody say, what happened to you later? I said, oh, the Lord's healing it. Oh, man, I got him on the ropes. Yesterday we went to the ball game. And I got all the way over there. I knew, I knew that I was delivered from, the, from the, the deal on my leg. Because when I saw where we had to walk, I know, I know our boys are not that big, but they look like that. And I was like, wow. So I said, well, I'll take my cane just in case. And I had it going on there. I got over there. I said, wow. Whew, made it, baby. I said, I'm doing good. Thank you, Lord. I said, where's the bathroom? They said, all the way back over there. <laughs> I said, you kidding me? Oh, yeah, yeah. You see that? No, further. I was like, oh, man. So you know what, man, God is good in the midst of that, in the midst of all those things. But you know, like I said, talking to folks and thinking about some of the answers that I've given over the years about why I go to church, I kind of compiled a little list for a little icebreaker. So let's jump into that and talk about that just a little bit. Ten, I call it 10 crazy answers, right? See, now you guys probably got some other ones. One of my buddies that I didn't write on here, he said, don't forget, sometimes they don't like the preacher. I said, we're not putting that on there. <laughs> yeah, and he's not here today. <laughs> I don't know what he's trying to say. You know, I, I love you anyway. But anyway, let's take a look at this. Top 10 crazy answers, right? Why? Why go to church? Now, I thought this was kind of interesting because I'm going to hit it at a little bit different angle than you think. See, see, a lot of times when I was looking back over the years when I didn't go to church for, for you guys to think that, you know, oh, he must have grown up in church. No. I went once when I was five and once when I was 30. There's a long time in between, especially if you're a rock and roller. There's a long time in between. But God's good. See, God loved me so much and he loved you so much. He sent somebody outside the church. He didn't just say, hey, come on over here. They're like, hey, I'm driving. I'm driving. They go, hey, oh, I got to keep going. They go, man, let me tell you about Jesus. And man, I'm so glad they did. Because you know what? That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to share. We don't have to beat anybody down. We don't put them in a headlock or anything. We just say, hey, let it have sometime. Anytime you will. Love them where they're at. Love them where they're at. That's the whole thing. See, you can't clean up enough to come to Christ. You can't do enough good works. It's by grace you're saved through faith. That's what I just love. I just love it because you know what? I qualify. You know why? Because I qualify in Christ just like you do. Not on me, but 
but on him. Amen? So let's take a look at this. Why? Some of the answers. Find a spouse. You ever heard that? Or that'd be a great place. You ought to go to church so you can find your wife. You ought to go to church to find your husband. Huh? All the single people say, no, that's not why I'm here. I'm not kidding. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that's you. I'm just throwing it out. Some things I've heard. Matter of fact, matter of fact, when I lived in Fox Hill, my neighbor used to say, you ought to come to church with them, find you a nice church girl. I said, they will probably run her out if she's hanging with me. You know? But God's grace again. Thank you so much. I knew there was something I needed. All right. Very good. What else we got? My boss goes there. Uh, I'm going to tell you, people are funny. You know, the people are funny. They say, well, my boss goes to that church. That would probably be a good thing. You know? I think they're missing a the mark if that's the case. What else you got? I can promote my business. If you get somebody that wants to hand these out every, every Sunday and they get their business card on the end, <laughs> they're probably the wrong reason. You know what I mean? Hey, there's nothing wrong with networking and there's nothing wrong because we're going to talk about how our strengths and our gifts and our times and our talents are, are, are really a blessing of the Lord. But there's just a couple of things I've, I've heard over the years. What else? Looks good on my resume. It looks good on my resume. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm deacon so-and-so and I go to such and such first, this, that, and other thing. You know, it's amazing, man. People don't want to hear what you say as much as they want to see what you do. I didn't even have that in the notes. I think we ought to write that down. People want to see what you're doing. They want to, they want to well, that's what you really believe, how they responding, right? So I pray that we're a mirror of Christ as we go out into the world. All right, what else we got? My folks always win. That's the answer. My folks always win. I've been to, I've, I've been to different places, and Tommy and Tim and Thomas and all of us have been. You know, we've been doing this 14 years now. And before doing uh, planting the church here, we went to a lot of places, sometimes 45 places a year. And you see a lot of different things. And you meet a lot of different people. And you meet a lot of people that don't have the joy of the Lord sometimes. And they go, ah, I said, well, uh, what's going on? I'm just not happy here and everything else. I'm thinking, you're probably making everybody else around you not happy here. You know, maybe there's somewhere else you need to go. Or, have you been praying for your church? Have you been praying for your pastor? It's amazing. My buddy's mom told me, he said, we've been going to the same church for so long. He's telling me this years ago. And he says, you know, I've heard all the sermons, all the things, everything else. I don't know. I just don't know. He said, well, mom, won't you pray for me? Oh, okay. He said, check back about a month. He said, you know what? That guy really got a new release on life. Isn't that something? Now, guess what? When she's praying for him, guess what God's doing? God's working on her. You see? A lot of times we think we're praying for somebody else, but guess what? In the midst, when God's word is working in us, God's adjusting things in us. So guess what? It's a two for one. You can't outgive God. Amen? So a lot of times people say, I go because my folks go. I talked to this young lady one time. And she said, I go every Sunday. My grandmother was in this pew and I was there and everything. I know she did a looking down and seeing me in there. I'm thinking, if my grandmama was looking over to the rim ahead of heaven and see me going, she'd be like, well, what's your problem? Put a smile on your face. So don't just go because your family went. Go because you want to go deeper with God. Go because, you know what? God is for you. If we're going to pull in some more things. All right, everybody good. None of you guys had any of those answers today, right? Don't raise your hand. All right. Why not? Oh, man. I should have put my initials on that one. Really? It's my only day off. Man, I tell you, I've worked two jobs almost all my life. And I don't really know if I have anything to show for it other than lack of sleep. But I've done a lot of, a lot of jobs, and I'm thankful that I've been able to do that. But that used to be my answer. It's my only day off. And it kind of cut the grass. Man, how do you think that's going to stack up on Judgment Day? Wow. You know? Now, by the same token, 
Church attendance don't get you into heaven, amen. It's about a personal relationship with the Lord. And we're gonna, we, you guys know we're going to hit that all day long. But I'm going to tell you what, a lot of times when we talk to folks, and a lot of times early in our walk, we might have felt like this. I didn't, I didn't understand that. I was like, oh man, it's, I'm going to get one day off. Come on. Oh, here you go. Watch them toes. They want your money. They only want your money. They only want your money. We ain't passed a hat in two and a half years. Right? We just tell you, hey, you know what? If the Lord lays it on your heart and we believe that God uh, has it in his word for us to give tithes and offerings and we give you opportunity to that. But you know, nobody over there wanting your bank account number or anything else. So that ain't going to work here. Okay? It ain't going to work here. All right? Let's go. It takes too long. They usually say, people say, what time's church? And then they say, what time's it over? You ever see that? You know, sometimes they say it all depends. I always put the 15 minutes in there. You know, we try to hold it to an hour, but if God's moving, we're going to go with Him, right? It's not like all checkbox, checkbox, you know? You know? And I tell you what, if we hear an hour, an hour, 15 minutes, you go to my buddy's church, he's a preacher over there, ah, uh, on Tide Mill, and I get to go over there and check him out on revival. He gets fired up. They'll be there for four hours. So you can go there once and be like going here for a month, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, you know? He said, I got to do it. I got to do it. But you know what? It's how God's leading and how God's moving. Amen. It's not always about the time, right? But it's about the quality of time. Amen. So I pray that we have some good quality time. All right. I don't need to. Now you heard that. I can worship the Lord on my boat. You can. You can. You can. Absolutely can. But what happened? Well, we got a, we got a little scripture we're going to talk about. That pulls all this in, right? They say, don't don't forsake the assembly. You know, pull together, encourage one another. That sounds like. Home base. Sounds like the team effort, doesn't it? Sharpening iron, pulling together, right? That's exactly what we want to do. So that's not going to fly. Oh, this one. Are you ready? I wish Thomas on her drums. Too many hypocrites. You know what I said? We got room. Come on. We still got some chairs left, baby. Come on. You know? Because guess what? We don't always hit the mark all the time. We don't always hit all the time. You know, sometimes you don't want to be nice, right? Huh? I know that's not the case. That's not the case. Isn't that something? Man, I tell you what. Y'all get any telemarketers? They drive you crazy, don't you? And Jesse said, do it, Dad, do it. Do it, Dad. Answer the phone, do it. No, I'm not rude. But I will preach some Jesus to him. I said, how you doing? They're going good. We just want to bundle your cable file and everything else and all this and catch cable and this. Blah, blah, blah. I said, hey. They go, yeah. I saw the guy. But I got something I wonder if you got. They go, what's that? I said, you know Jesus. They said, who? I said, Jesus. Said, I'm on the clock. I said, so is he. <laughs> Don't make no difference. Let me tell you, I have led a lot of people to the Lord on that. I'm not kidding. Man, had a guy from Virginia Beach about a year ago, got saved, calling to, to, to give me a better deal on cable. He got a better deal all the way around. He got Jesus. And that's something. It's something. You know, I go order a guitar part or something. And I go, man, I really appreciate that. Hey, anything else? As a matter of fact, it is. If you die tonight, you think you go to heaven or hell? He said, what? I don't think we, you know, he said, we don't have a skew number for that. What would you say? I said, man, come on. I just, I just spent $300. Come on, talk to me. Uh, I, you, know, you know, sir, I never really thought about that. I said, that, that's probably a good thing to think about, isn't it? I said, you know what? You're always one breath away from your spiritual destination. I said, take a deep breath. Tell me what you believe. So let me tell you how good God is. You know what? The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, right? 
The Bible says that there's a point that a man and woman wants to die, then there's the judgment. We got to stand before awesome, powerful, holy, mighty God, right? And on that day, when am I going to, how am I going to impress God? That's pretty good for that. That's a blessing right there, I'm telling you. I won't do too much. But, but you know what, what I'm saying is, it's not about our works. It's not about us qualifying on our own because we don't. But let me tell you, because Jesus loved you so much and loved me so much. He said, you know, you got a, you got a debt that you couldn't pay. And I want to talk about it in a minute. He said, I love you so much, I'll pay it in full. Will you receive it? And man, let me tell you, time and time again, even through, through things on the phone call, you know, through different acts, ads and things that we've had. You know, just take a little time. And some people go, well, you know, I'd really like to talk to you about that. I said, well, good, here's my phone number. You got it already, right? Call me later. Some people do. Some people do. I'm not out anything, right? But you know what? Make the most of each opportunity. Now, I'm going to tell you the one that really gets me right here. I, I think this is the one that hurts my heart the most. And, and you know, I've said this. Maybe you said this. Maybe you feel like this sometime today. You don't know my past. You don't know my past. You're right. You don't know mine either. But thank the Lord that God does. And he says, you're still worth it. He sees the value in you right where you are. You say, man, why does that guy get so excited? He knows my past. And he said, come on, me. Come on, man. Can you imagine that? What a blessing of the Lord to say, you know what, man? He says, you know what, buddy? I know, I know you've blown it. I know this. I know that. I know every hair on your head and everything else. He says, I still love you. Put your name in the blank. He says, he still loves you. He's no respect of a person. He loves us all the same. All right? So why then, buddy? Why do we go to church? You give me a lot of, you know, why people think. Well, let's look at this. You guys got your hand out. Say amen. You got it? Let's roll on in here. To honor God. Now, I'm just going to pull a few of them out of here. To honor God. You know, we need to honor God. You say, well, why is that? Let's take a look at this. Here's your word anchor for today. 1 Corinthians 6.20 says, You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. You were bought, and I was bought, out of sin and set into righteousness by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. All we have to do is claim it by faith. You hear me today? You hear what I'm talking about? That's what I'm talking about. Jesus bought us out of bondage so that we can live for him and with him for a week. No, I didn't say that. For six months. Forever, eternity. See, sometimes, man, I talk to people and they say, yeah, yeah, I used to go to church and now I'm out of it and now I'm back in. Well, you know, jump back in. Jump back in and feed on what God's got for you. I'm going to encourage you with that. Amen. So a lot of times we don't understand the depth of sin and what it does. It starts to drown us. It starts to drown us, man. And it keeps us from the great things of God. So I want you guys to hear this. He knows your past and he can charge your future. If you're here today, we talk about fresh starts all the time. I want you to understand, you can have a fresh start today. You know it's killing me trying to sit here. I got to keep moving. I got to move around. I'm so thankful to be able to move around. That's good. But he knows your past and he can chart your future. See, a lot of times, man, we, we just think, well, you know, I, I don't know. What about this? And, and what about that? But you know what? That's an unconditional love. What we need to do is just to operate in that. What we need to do is trust God in that. So often we fail to see the value in others. You ready for this? And even sometimes ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Speaking to you today, sometimes even yourself. You can kick yourself better than anybody usually. I know I can. Oh, woulda, shoulda, coulda, this, that, and everything else. But you know what? God knows your past 
And he'll chart your future. The question is, will you let him do that? And this is what I wrote down last night when I was looking around. I said, God, you are just so good. And he says, you know what? A lot of times people try to measure up. And this he said, write this down. God has the measuring stick of grace and mercy. And he paid the ultimate price for your freedom. God's got the stick. He's got the stick. And it's not to beat you. He's the shepherd. Remember when we talked about that? The shepherd has a stick to lead. Right? He doesn't beat you with a stick. He leads you with a stick. He has that staff. To protect you. If you're a sheep. Are you a sheep today? Have you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ? Because you know what? He can make all the difference in the world. I love that. That he's got the measuring stick. See, I don't measure up on my own. But I measure up firm in Jesus. See, a lot of times people say, man, you're just, you're just kind of arrogant. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. But in Christ, I'm everything he says in that book. And I'm going to believe that because it cost him everything. He didn't come and just show up just to get by. He got us all the way through to the other side. Amen. Because he paid the ultimate price. So that's what qualifies us. What qualifies you and I is the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. That takes our sin and purges us. And makes us white as snow. Good as new. Alright. Amen. Well let's keep rolling with that. Why do we come to church? We need to put him first in our life. So many times do we really put him in first? We don't. That's how we look at that. We spend more time doing some, some crazy things that will bring forth no eternal dividends. You know what I'm saying? You can say, man, you know what? I did this. I got my house. I'm going to be a good steward. I'm going to take care of my house. I'm going to clean the house. I think that's great. I think that's great. Hey, I got to work. I got to provide for my family. I think that's great. But you know what? How much of a priority do we put on pointing our children to the Lord? How much time do we put in a priority of spending time with God and honoring God and putting him first in our life? Because you know what? A lot of times, as we said with the measuring stick theory we've talked about a little while, I spend more time on this one thing than any other thing, Pastor. What's that? Telling people about the love of Christ. I'm serious. All the time. Because I'll tell them about the love of Christ and you know what they give me back? They give me this three-letter word. But. I said, but what? They separated you from all the sin. You see, that's the thing. See, they want to keep pulling things in. Man, I hope you're here today and you're shedding things and you leave them at the base of the cross. See, this is where it's all, all taken care of right here. And see, it didn't just end there, see, because he rose on the third day. See, we serve a living God, a forever God, an amazing God, a loving God, a second, third, fourth, 15 million to the 10th power. Chance God. But you know what? Aren't you glad? I know I'm glad. I know I'm glad because, you know what, that's that love, that unconditional love. You think about unconditional love. It means I love you anyway. It doesn't mean, well, I love you when you cook pot roast. I love you when you cut the grass. Fill in the blank. I love you where you are, as you are. And I love you so much, I don't want to leave you there. I want to rescue you, amen? I want to rescue you. And you know, I tell you what, I can talk to you about some rescue more. God, so many times, <clears throat> allow God to use you. See, first, we got to come to that saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ like we talked about. And then we start growing and maturing in that and we start walking in that. And then, we you know, allow God to use you. God is a gentleman. You know what? A lot of people, including myself over the years, I can stiff on God. Not now. Maybe later. When I get this done, I'm going to tell you something. There's always another project. There's always another thing at work. There's always something that will slip in between you and God if you let it. But if he's a priority, everything else will fall in place. 
That's what he says in now, Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? That's what he wants us to do. Over and over, man, I tell you, God is amazing and working on your behalf. Mm. Serve with excitement. Serve with excitement. If you're serving and it's like you got the shovel lift and you're pulling, I've got to set up chairs today. How much of God really thanks you for that, right? You know? Man, so glad. So glad you can leave that nice house, get in your new car, put on the air conditioner, and move three chairs. You know? And you think, man, oh, he's going to ask me again. He's going to ask for help. Oh, he's going to ask for help. Luckily, that doesn't happen here. It really doesn't. I tell you, people, y'all, y'all are amazing, man. We have something that jump right in. I'm, I'm thankful for that. I really am. But you know what? Do, do it unto the Lord. Serve with excitement. And that's what I think today is, is really something I want you to take away about honoring God. How can I honor God? Live for God. You miss the mark. Get back up. Ask for forgiveness. God's got more grace coming your way. Amen. But you know what? Do it from the right heart. Right? Let's keep on rolling. Let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. We got a lot of good stuff on here. Everybody taking some notes and doing it. Look at this. Mature in our relationship with Christ. Let me just tell you this. Just because your age is a certain digit does not mean you're mature. Right? Just because your age is a certain digit don't mean that you're mature in Christ. Just because you've been sitting in church for a long time doesn't mean, right, that you're a mature Christian. What they always said, just like, just because you go through the bathroom don't mean you're a happy man. Same old thing, right? You know what? It's about that relationship. But you know what? Why do we come to church? Why do we come to church? Check it out. To know him better. To know him better. Spend time with him, man. When we start understanding the realization of eternity and heaven and hell, we need to press in. We need to press in. When I'm watching the news and I see things going on, I see people all over the world going through some struggles. When, I, when I've been in the hospital and come out and, and, and just really nothing compared to most people, I really have compassion. I start saying, man, there are people going through some tough times. Lord, how can I help encourage them? How can I help come alongside of them where well, we can pray for them? We can be there for them? Sometimes it's just being an ear in their body. Let me tell you, you got a friend that's a good listener, you better thank God. You better thank God. Let me tell you what. But don't wear them out. Lift them up. Amen. What else? We want to reflect Him well. We want to reflect him well. When we go to the ball game, I want to reflect him well. When I go to food line, and you know I do, right? <laughs> I go all the time. I want to reflect him well. I talked about Jesus on every hour we went through yesterday. Denise is like, come on, we got to go. And don't get me wrong when I say that. I'm not going, I'm not grabbing somebody up by the Twinkies and telling them about John 3.16. You know? I just, how you doing? I was good, man. What's going on? I heard you hurt. I said, yeah, baby, look, I'm walking down. Look at that. God's good. Boom, just throw it out there. How you doing? How can I pray for you? What's going on in your life? See, investing. How do we tell them my story? Always pointing to God's story. Jesus, amen? Everybody doing good? Let's get it. All right. Experience his presence. See, we come to church, so not that we can't experience his presence anywhere, because we know we can. But it's something about coming together and praising the Lord. It's just something about that. When the Spirit of the Lord just moved, he said, we're two or more gathered. There he is also. Well, man, he got a front row seat in here today, right? God is good. God is working all the time. I just want to take this, this time to, to pull out some gold in your life and show you how God's working in your life. Amen? Let's go. All right. Make course correction. Make course correction. You said, buddy, you put that in there a lot. Because I need them. Anybody need a course correction occasionally? 
You're walking and you're going, and the next thing you know, it's time to say when we're at band practice, and I go, squirrel. I'm Because I'm playing, and I'm thinking about this, and you know, all of a sudden, the middle song goes, you know, we need to change that hand out. She goes, what? where are you at? You know, I'm thinking about different things. Sometimes we're in our walk, and we're, we're, we're living for the Lord, and something will catch our attention. And we start to drift. Just a little bit. You don't have to drift far, because the devil will take you an inch, then a mile, then you want to drive. You know what I mean? It's just like that GPS. A friend of mine had a GPS. And he said, man, I'm going to go out to this such and such buoy. And he had it all tweaked in. He gets out there and it's like five foot off. He goes, man, that ain't good. I said, well, you know, this is close. He said, I'm close. You can't swim. You're talking about close. <laughs> I said, yeah, let's listen up. He says, hey, you know what? He says, if we keep going, we're going to be five foot off. Then we're going to be ten foot off. Then we're going to be way over here. <laughs> I'm going, oh. You know? But you know what? See, just a little bit at a time. See, that's what I always say. What I always say, sin doesn't have to come in a 55-gallon drum. It just comes in a drop at a time. And the next thing you know, when you go over here like this, going, how did I get here from here? But the good news is, no matter where you are, God's arm and his loving kindness is available to reach and pull you back out. Amen? Amen. Make the course correction. Get back in the game. All right? Be a student of the Word of God. Don't just hear it. Study it. Get it in your heart. Get it in deep. Amen. Man, make those adjustments so we can go deeper. And this is what I want you to hear here. Don't just read it. And it's great to read God's word. I'm not saying that. Don't just read it. But listen to this. Let it transform you. What do you mean? Do what it says. Let it work on your heart. So you say, you know what? The Lord's speaking to me about this issue. I need to make this adjustment. Maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it's forgiving somebody. Maybe it's forgiving yourself. Whatever. Fill in the blank. But whatever it is, God will show you those things when you're coming to him. Amen. Because he wants the best for you. And then when you do that, what are we going to do? Let's take it out and impact the kingdom. Let's impact the kingdom. Let's make a difference for the Lord. Take what you've learned and invest it in the kingdom. Right? I love it, man. I love it. I love when I'm talking to, to, to you guys sometime throughout the week. And they're talking. I said, wow, that sounds like part of the sermon. They're living it, man. That's so good. That's encouraging. But what's really encouraging is this. That God is at work in your life and in my life. See, that's, that's everything right there. That's everything right there. As a matter of fact, I put it this way. If we, need, we need to apply the, the message in our life. How often, right, this week, do you, or last week, did you apply anything we talked about in church? Did you apply that in your life? I pray you did. Because it's like vitamins for your soul. I mean, like I said before, I don't just say, well, I think that would be nice to talk about. Man, I'm praying. We pray every week about, Lord, give us the message for us this week, for whatever it is, a timely message for each, each person here. Lord, take that message, and, and Tim prays, and we come over every, every day, every Sunday, we stand up here and we pray over this message. The Lord, to make it so much more than what a man can ever make it. But Lord, make it what each person that comes through that door needs to hear. Make it personalized with their heart. That is our desire. That you meet with God in this place, right? That you hear from God. And I know you will because you know why? We're using God's word, excuse me, God's word. And God's word never comes back void, amen? So this is what I'm saying that we need to invest in the kingdom. Don't bury your treasures. You say, well, what do you mean treasures? Everybody's gifted, amazing. I thought about this. I thought about this a, a while back. I thought about last night and I thought about all the different giftings in here. And you know, I'm just sitting in there reading this and going back. And I thought about different things, you know. Man, you got people that can plumb. You got people that can sing. You got people who can cook and bake cookies. You got people who make you laugh. You got people who fly airplanes. And I'll tell you about that. And sometimes, you know, you have little faith. See, when we start doing mission trips, 
I would always call David and say, how long would it take you to come get me if I need you in the airplane? You know, I want him to use his gift. And then he gets me back. He goes, you know, Chadward, <laughs> it'd probably be easier if you just got a ride home or maybe just stay. I was like, okay. I just wanted to know. <laughs> but you know, that's the gifting, right? But you know, I say, hey, you know what? Uh, sometimes we need to know that somebody's got your back. Somebody, you, you need to know when you're out in that water sometimes, you need to know that when you're treading, you're not by yourself. And everybody knows my swimming ability, right? Not good. And I'm going to tell you what, it's just like even roller skating, man. If you're roller skating, I, I, I ought to just pray over the place. I haven't been in a while. But even when I went years ago, I would grab people. I'm sorry. I'm going down, man. I would be snatching hair and everything else. And kids going, get off me. I'm sorry, sorry. You know, man, it takes a while to heal. I'm trying to grab it. You know, but sometimes in life we do that. But I'm going to tell you, anything you cling on to that's not Christ is going to be less than his best. Does that make sense? It's not going to be the best. It might get you through. And many of y'all know my story about my, my wave pool thing. I saw a lady that had something I needed. It was called a raft. And I grabbed hold. And I know that God was working in the midst of that. Because when she was stiff arming me and screaming me and scratching me, she was putting me, pushing me towards the lower water level. Thank God. You know? So in the midst of all those things, we might grab things to try to make it on through. That's what I'm trying to get at. But let me tell you, when you grab hold of faith in Jesus Christ, you don't need anything else. I didn't say you don't need anybody else and you stiff on your family or anything else. I'm saying if he's your source, he'll be your resource. And as God continues to mold our heart, guess what? You're going to love on your family. You're going to love on your church family. You're going to love on the people in the community. And he's going to transform you from the inside out. And that's how you impact the kingdom of God. Amen? Good deal. Everybody good? Everybody good? Pick it up, Steve, now. All right, we'll still be the first in the buffet line. All right? Fellowship with church today. Fellowship, right? Fellowship with church body. And that's what I want to talk about today. It's important to have a brother and sister in Christ. And I thought about this. I thought about my buddy Ralph. I talk about him all the time, you know? He's a good friend, man. I've got a lot of good friends in But you know when he answers the phone, this just blesses me. He doesn't say, hey, buddy. He doesn't say, hey, pastor. He goes, hey, brother. Man, I like that. Hey, brother. See, that means something. See, that's a relationship. See, that's my brother in Christ. That's my sister in Christ. See, a lot of times we don't realize that. We just use it here and there. But see, that's not the case. See, I know there's a connection. And our connection is Christ. Isn't that, isn't that nice to hear? Isn't that nice to hear? Hey, brother. Man, I like that. Oh, man. Well, you know what? We get to encourage one another, don't we? That's what we do. When we come together, we can strengthen each other and support each other. A lot of times, it's just a bunch of backbiting out in the world. Isn't it good to be able to come in a safe place and encourage one another? I pray that you feel that that's the place here. We talked about those different gifts, and I jumped ahead of the game with the plumbing and the, and the planes and everything else, but I couldn't help myself because you know what? That's amazing. It is amazing what God can do through the bottom body of believers. You know, there's so much more we can, we can accomplish. So much more. You say, well, I don't fly, and I don't plumb. Okay, me either. But you know what? You might be listening. You might be encouraging somebody. I love going to football games, right? The boys are playing, right? We're getting in the groove, and David and them kind of got us in the groove a little bit, and the boys out there. And then I hung out with Tina and the crew. <laughs> Tina's got everything when you go there. I love it. Tina's got everything. Because when I get out, I go, where's Tina? Where's Tina? She's got, I mean, she's got cookies. she got nabs. she got everything. Man, it's a safe place with her, you know? And then we got the pop-up tent, and it's like, yeah, I like this. 
This is cool. You know? But that's good stuff. Because when we're in there, it's like, yeah, I'm over there like this. They're going to overtime. I'm like, I don't care. I'm, I'm comfortable. You know, I'm good. You know? So I, and I'm thinking, all I got to do is make it back to that bathroom one more time. You know? Other than that, they'll get you anything you want. Hey, you need a drink? No, I'm like, oh, okay. You got some other friends? Hey, would you like a Twinkie? I'm going, I love this. What's the score? I don't know. You know? <laughs> Are we winning? Okay, that's good. You know? I got stuff all over the side of my face. But what I'm talking about, that fellowship is awesome, man. At the end, together with folks, is a good thing. Just having a good family time. Just having a good time. And you know what? Sharing what you have. Sharing your gifts. Sharing your time. Sharing your time. And you know what? Caring for one another. Man, caring for one another. And you know, I pray that we, we are seen as a caring church family. You know? We, we've talked about this in Bible study and different things. Man, when one hurts, we all are. Now, you might not be going through that one particular thing. I want to tell you what. When you're going through something and you know that you've got 35, 40 people praying for you, and you don't even have to tell them all your business. See? You don't have to. You just say, you know what? I, I've got some things going on. I just have some people. We'd be glad to. We'll pray for you before you leave. We'll pray for you when you're gone. We'll pray for you if you need to get up with us. we got a, a, a prayer line. Tim's got it rigged up at, at ktpprayer at live.com. Give us the privilege to stand in the gap with you for what your blessing needs to be. Amen? And also this. I pray that it's a safe place for those who are hurting. Isn't that something? Man, we're, we're wounded. And a lot of times we wound ourselves. A lot of times we wound ourselves. But you know what? If we could come here and pull together and look at each other through the lens of the Lord, man, wouldn't that be better? Wouldn't that be better? Because I'll tell you what, I'm not all that uh, good to look at most times, you know? But through the lens of the Lord, man, maybe I'll find a little grace and mercy. And I pray the same for you, amen? And this is what I like. Enjoy the blessing of fellowship. Now, that could translate to bowling night and movie night and food, right? It's so much more than that. You say, well, why do you do that? Because we want to take some time and hang out. We want to take some time to get to know you better. We want to take some time for you to get to know your brother and sister in Christ a little bit. Because you know what? We want us, we want our family here to be a strong family. And the way you do that is that you encourage each other, you point all the praise to God, and you gather together, amen? That's important stuff. I want you to hear that today. All right. I'm picking up some speed here. One of the things I want, to, want us to take away from this today is that we need to be a strong witness to the world. Right? Form the Great Commission. You guys know that. Many times you've been here. It's, it's Matthew 28 and 18. And it talks about make disciples of all nations. Right? Teach. Show them. You say, well, I'm not a teacher. That's all right. You might be pointing somebody to Christ in what you do. You know what? Or you know what? You can even say, well, you know what? Uh, we pray for you at our church. I'll pray for you now. Whatever it is. God will take your small step of obedience and bless it. And blow your socks off. Let me tell you. What did we say? What did we say last week? Just give me a little something to work with. Right? It's right on time. God said, just give me a little something to work with. I'm going to show you something. Here we go. God has called us to evangelize. You said, what do you mean evangelize? I mean share Jesus with people. You say, well, you know what? I don't like talking to people and things and that. Okay. You know what? I said this. I used to do this a lot. Anybody got bills in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you on this one. <laughs> we used to take Bible tracts, right? And I'd write my bill and I'd put a Bible track in there. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Lord, multiply this. Help. Whatever. Whatever it is. Can you imagine somebody in there? Can you imagine somebody having a bad day out there? Well, you need to get all this stuff processed today. Right now, right now. Okay, I can't believe it. Oh, okay. And they just pull that thing and say, God loves you. 
It's that I get excited about what God's doing. I get excited about what God is doing in your life, can do in your life, wants to do in your life, wants to do through my life. And it starts here right now. Isn't that amazing? Right here. It starts right here, right now. You know? And I'm so thankful out of all the places that you could have went today, you chose to come here. And we like that. We thank you. So we welcome you. And I pray that you guys have, have had an enjoyable time. But most of all, I pray that you experienced God in a fresh way. I pray that today is a fresh one for you. So with that being said, I'm going to ask everybody to close their eyes and just bow their head. I'm going to talk to you heart to heart right here, right now. If you're here today and you were to call and I ask you this question. Die tonight, you know for sure you go to heaven? Would your answer be, oh yeah? See, a lot of people say, oh yeah, because I'm a good guy. It's not about being a good guy. It's about coming to an awesome God. He says that our works are like filthy rags, right? We can't earn our way to heaven, but we can go to God and ask for forgiveness and put our faith and trust in what he did on that cross. The finished work on the cross. So if you're here today, you say, well, you know, buddy, it's been a while since I've heard this message. So, but there's something tugging on my heart. That's not buddy. That's the Lord. So I ask you, if you're here today and you've never given your life to Lord Jesus Christ, and today's the day, say, so you know what? I need, I, I need what that man's telling me right there. Ain't nobody going to come where you are. I just ask you, just look up here so I can pray for you. Nobody's going to come where you are. Nobody's going to grab you. Nobody's going to make you stay after. We just want to love you. If that's your prayer today, you say, you know what? I need God in my life. I need Jesus. I need forgiveness. I need to know for 100% sure that I'm going to heaven when I die. And that God will walk with me even as I live here. Right? Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So let me help you out, friends. There's only one way, and his name is Jesus. So if you're here today and that's your prayer, it's all about faith. It's us trusting in him. And we can say right here from where we are, right here today, Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. Today, Lord, I trust you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus. Forgive me. And God will come into your life. And God will seal you. And God will walk with you. And God will continue to, to just bring people in your life. And it will find the right place for you to grow in that relationship. I pray that it's here. But if it's not, get somewhere that God's calling you so that you can learn and grow in the world. Because we are kingdom minded. You say, man, you just don't know what I've been walking through this week. You're right. I don't know what God does. And you say, I just need a fresh start. If that's you, right now, say, Lord, I need a fresh start. I need a fresh start, Lord. Help me. Forgive me for some of the things I've done this week, Lord. And just, just help me get back that course correction. He will do it. Because he loves you. Why don't we go to church? Because he's worth it. Because he gave it all. We go to church to worship the one true God. So if you're here today, I pray that your takeaway is this, that we honor God, amen, that we need to mature in our relationship, and we need to, to, to love on the fellowship, the body of Christ, our brothers and sisters in there, and then we take what God's given us here, and we take it outside the church walls and share it with the world, because that's what makes the eternal difference. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus, amen. Father, I thank you each one here today. I thank you, Lord, that you meet us right where we are. And I thank you, Lord, that as we go, I pray that each person here has a touch just for them, just for you. And I pray, Lord,
Lord, as we go through this week, that your word transforms us and makes all things new. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. All right. Well, you know what? We'd love to send you out with a song. I pray that everybody has a little something to take away today. Don't rush off. We are going to go ahead and uh, we still got some more eats over there and everything. But I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet and let's go ahead and praise the Lord. How's that sound?